I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's good, Internet? You're listening to episode 138 of the Serumcast. We're recording this week's episode on Thursday, September 15th. Zerpcast is a podcast devoted to fostering intelligent and fun discussion related to the Canadian tech and telecom ecosystems. I'm your host, Igor Bonifacic. This week, I'm joined by Mobile Syrup senior editor and part-time switch reporter, Patrick Oruk. How are you? I'm quite good, Igor. How are you? I'm good. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Good to not be in, in Trump's America anymore for a while. Amen to that. Uh, we also have Mobile Syrup senior reporter, Rose Bahar. Rose, how are you? Hello, I'm very well. I'm well rested compared to uh, my colleague over here, but he's done an amazing job. Thank you. Last but certainly not least, returning to the show, we have full-time National Post pizza columnist and part-time tech reporter, Josh McConnell. Josh, welcome back to the show. How are you? I am great. Thanks for having me. Well, welcome back to Canada as well. <laughs> yes. I, uh, I had a couple layovers over the course of my journeys. Uh, one of which was Chicago, where I had some deep dish pizza at the airport. Oh, very nice. But it was airport deep dish pizza. So, so I mean, it was a write-off. Yeah. But I can say a, I had a frisbee it. Yes. at uh, that point. Uh, yeah. In case you've been living under a rock, uh, this week Apple introduced the Apple Watch Series 3, the Apple 4, uh, 4K TV. Is that the official name? I think Apple TV 4K. Yeah, Apple TV 4K. Whatever, just put 4K in it. And, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> That's what it like, is. Like Google search to the rest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the iPhone 8, the iPhone 8 Plus, and the iPhone 10. Uh, X going to give it to you. Um, so I will quickly summarize these all these <laughs> announcements. I still think that would be like a great yeah. tie-in with DMX, like marketing the iPhone X. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's never going to happen. And I think DMX is currently on trial for tax evasion. But right. I can I can wish and dream. Oh, tax is going to give it to him. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. That was very But I mean, good. what big business can't relate to taxes anyway? Yeah. DMX is a big business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in order, the Apple Watch gained LTE connectivity, excuse me, via an eSIM, which is, I think, probably the most interesting part of it because it's, you know, eventually the iPhone's going to get eSIM. Uh, an eSIM, for those whom don't know, is it's not an actual SIM. It's an electronic SIM. Um, an embedded SIM. Embedded, yes. Yeah. Have a headache today. So sorry, friends. Uh, features the same design as the previous Apple Watch. Um, the cool thing is that you can use your, the same um, uh, number that you use for your iPhone with the Apple Watch. Unfortunately, that means it's not technically untethered from your iPhone, and you also can't use it to roam. From what I've learned, uh, but the cool thing, the the slide that like still sticks out to me, and I don't know uh, why, it probably is some <coughs> thing that's been going on for a while. But they use the screen as the antenna. I don't yes. know why that's just cool to me. That is yeah, cool. That, that, that is like, cool. They talked about that in the briefing too. It's yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, the Apple TV 4K gained support for 
4K, unsurprised or surprisingly, I guess, uh, as and well HDR. as HDR, HDR yeah. yeah, and that's both HDR10 and Dolby Vision. The Apple TV app is also coming to Canada, but apparently, to quote Pat, it is a quote dumpster fire. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it might be <laughs> more useful once it supports the apps that I actually use, like. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, like, I've written about it before. I, I switch regions all the time to use different services. Mm-hmm. So I've been using the TV app for a little bit. Um, but it doesn't really work when you want part Canadian apps in there. Like, I'd love to have Crave in there. I'd love to have, like, CBC. Yeah. And then you also use American apps. So, uh, But the slide in the presentation showed we saw CBC on that yeah, slide yeah, yeah. and a couple so, of Canadian ones coming. So there are a bunch of Canadian apps coming. Um, and I was surprised by this. I never thought the TV app would come, come to Canada. Uh, so it's cool. Maybe it'll be more useful when there's, uh, I guess, a wider suite of apps that can be used with it. I don't know. We'll we live see. in surprising times. <laughs> um, the iPhone 8, meanwhile, is more or less the same. It has wireless charging or inductive charging, uh, thanks to a glass back, uh, some camera improvements, but it is otherwise the same iPhone you either love or hate, and probably at this point looks really dated just because of those bezels. Yep. It, it looks uh, pretty much identical to all the way back to the iPhone 6. Yeah, so 2015. Um, that said, the uh, like the A11 processor, even though like yes, new processor, the new processor, sh- it does add a lot more power, like twenty five percent more power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like just even like playing around with it when you were playing it in the hands on session afterwards, like you could see it was like a little bit snappier. That it's able mm. to do more things now with that camera because it's got the computational power to do it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it has some benefits. Yeah. It's identical, like like the seven. I guess it's still incremental update, but I mean, to also be fair, apparently it's not the bad. strongest glass ever made on a phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on the face of the earth. earth. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, obviously, the thing that most people were looking forward to was the iPhone ten. Um, that's spelt with an X, Roman numeral X. I don't know what's going on, but it would have made sense if they were still calling it OS ten. Yeah, but it's like no, it's Mac OS well, now. It's yeah, the, it's the tenth anniversary. I think. That's no, why yeah. it's the no, I know, but like the thematic, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. iPhone yeah, X, fair OS X, kind right, of thing. Right, right. Yeah. But then they're like, no, oh, it's Mac OS now. Yeah. Well, let's okay. We missed the X. Let's bring it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just skip a few numbers. Yeah. Uh, so Josh, you told me you had a joke. Of- I know why. Uh, they they went from the eight to the ten. Mm-hmm. Why? Give us the inside scoop. Because seven, eight, nine. Where were you in kindergarten? Oh. <laughs> oh. See? Oh, okay. That's why. Okay. It all makes sense. So uh, then now they can keep going 11 and 12. I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, okay. Josh McConnell, purveyor of dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's new with the iPhone 10? Um, obviously, bezel-less discre- screen. Uh, I can't rattle off the uh, resolution, all, but it's... Uh, almost bezel-less screen. Yeah, almost. yeah. It's still got that little tiny rim Notch, around it. Yeah. I'd say it's the same as... Um, same as the essential phone, the, the, yeah. the bezel around it. Yeah. Um, and like we talked about that, like it's bezel less in quotations, but mm-hmm. it's the industry's version of bezel less. <laughs> bezel- yeah. yeah, with the less in quotations. Yeah. yeah. It's not bezel less, but yeah. there's less but, bezel. Yeah. 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 Actually, maybe that's oh. what it's been all this time, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we got it wrong. <laughs> um, so yeah. I, I have the specs here, so I could, I could oh, just yeah, screen, if you want to just rattle on. Yeah. So it has a 5.8 inch Super Retina. 
OLED True Tone display. And the True Tone Ooh, that's display actually the nicest. was actually kind of cool. So that's that technology that Apple has where it adapts to the ambient light is in that, the room. Did all, that nice. also get added yeah, to the 8? It's, it's also okay, in the so 8. So that is a good addition. And, mm-hmm. and you'd think it wouldn't make a difference. And I think I, I probably made fun of it when I first heard about it with the 9.7-inch iPad Pro. But it's actually a really cool feature. It yeah, especially totally. helps at night for reading in the evening and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has a... 2,436 by 1125 pixel HDR10 and Dolby Vision display. Tweet. Uh, then A11 Bionic processor. Yeah. Um, Three gigs of RAM, we think. Uh, yeah. No one's run a benchmark on it, and Apple does not talk about specs. That, yeah. So we have no idea, but that's the guess. Uh, and it comes in 64, 256 gigs. With uh, a neural engine. Yes. What was the neural engine? Was that that's the, for the face reality? ID? Oh, the face ID stuff. Yeah. Right. So um, the face ID, and uh, there's a whole entire com- set of components on the front of the phone. And in some ways, what's interesting with the iPhone 8 is, or 10, excuse me, is that the front camera is now more interesting than the back camera just because there's so much going on right there. Um, I saw the uh, the front camera module being described as like a portable connect now. That's kind of the way that yeah. it analyzes yeah. the, the, the user's face. I thought that was interesting. Um, and, um, so the neuro engine, instead of Apple, like comparing, uploading your face when you scan it for the first time to a server and then all that's, uh, being done server side, instead there's this part of the chip that handles all of that. And it's supposed to be like, uh, Apple or not Apple ID, excuse me, Apple pay. It's supposed to be a secure part of the chip. Uh, and then all of that processing is handled there. So it's supposed to be more secure from that part. Obviously, since, you know, all of this came out, people have been like, well, you know, they just, you know, police officer just points at your face and unlocks yeah, your phone. Yeah, people have been yep. freaked out. Uh, so it's led to this entire cottage industry of burkas. Uh, <laughs> and uh, face masks. And face masks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah um, but at the same time, I mean, it's the same argument as the cop can hold your finger up and put it on touch ID. Totally. Like, it's a little easier to do the face. Because yeah. you don't actually but, have to touch the person. Yeah. I guess that's fair. And so that, that is true. so the thing that that'll make it a lot easier. And I think, that's fair. I think it is a good point. We don't know how it'll play out yet, mm-hmm. but um, in terms of other like other privacy concerns, just about Apple having scans of your face. I mean, that they're, they're supposedly stored on the device, right? So yeah, that's what they say. Exactly. Um, I mean, we haven't used it, but that's what they're they're claiming is that it's yeah. all stored on the device. And even so, I mean, we've we've already given away our fingerprints and a lot of other things. And I just don't see the compelling argument to to get too obsessed about that. I gave my retina to the to the, to the U.S. government for Nexus. <laughs> um, oh. Is there anything I'm missing, Pat? Uh, uh, no, I, I think those are all the, the major features. I mean, the camera's oriented in a different way. It's uh, vertically uh, stacked. stacked vertically. That, yeah. that was a big change. Uh, you talked about the screen. Um, it's a bit narrower i would say than the like, yeah than the plus like the seven plus or the eight plus it doesn't feel like it's 5.8 inches a lot of people were freaking out about the size of it um i think similar to the note 8 and the s8 plus uh it's a big phone but it doesn't feel quite as big as mm-hmm. it is on paper just because of the bezel less nature of the screen yeah. it's more screen real estate and smaller space um the other thing I should mention is the OLED is sourced from Samsung, but from what I've read, it, it looks way better than any Samsung screen. It does. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like Barnum, yeah. the nicest screen that I've ever seen on a phone, and that yeah. was not using it extensively. So, like, I obviously got to watch different types of content on it, but it was, yeah. 
it was a really nice looking display uh and then uh, i've missed excuse me listeners the most important part which is it starts at 1319 in canada so it's really expensive uh i believe the the 256 gigabyte version is uh 1539 mm. yeah um, 1500 yeah. that's money. all right all right um so you're gonna pay a lot to <laughs> own this phone if you so if you can even get a hold of it uh just because there's been reports that they've had manufacturing issues or it's they're behind be on manufacturing. So the most carriers have said they are going to stock it. So they're, they're at least hopeful that they are, there will be supply for everyone. It'll be interesting to see if, well, obviously they're going to sell it, but how quickly periodists sell yeah. it everywhere. So I've done enough talking. You two were there at the event. Um, sure. Tell us about your kind of experiences with the phone and then we'll go from there. Should <laughs> talk about the parking garage. First. Okay, can we can we start right at the first moment we got to Apple Canvas? Yeah, sure. so uh, whenever I go to these <laughs> events, one of my primary concerns among creating great content for mobile syrup <laughs> is knowing where the bathrooms are. Um, so he my was first very obsessive over the on this particular trip. I don't know why, maybe because it's a new environment. It's, it's every trip. You just you just haven't been on enough with me to, to know. <laughs> um, so the f- first thing my first question when I got off the bus is like where I could go to the bathroom. Um, and the only bathrooms that were available, uh, because only th- there's certain sections of Apple park that were open. So there was the visitor center and then the Steve jobs theater. And if you had to go to the bathroom, you had to go to the bathroom at the visitor center, but you couldn't go in the visitor center, uh, to mm. get to the bathroom. So they had to take us this roundabout way through a park, a parking garage and like down this weird path. And it was like <laughs> going into a bunker cause it was all like, uh, what would you describe it as concrete? Like cr- crazy designed concrete. Yeah. Uh, like almost like a marble-ish yeah it's like kind of marble um, kind of, yeah so it was like going into this bunker to go to the bathroom and and i i'm not i'm not doing it justice well, so but it was, you go, it was we crazy. Went down. so basically it was like oh so we have the visitor center right in front of us it's gorgeous it looks great it's glass like oh you have to use the bathroom we're like well okay yeah we'll hit the washroom and we thought they would start taking us towards the visitor center but there was just <laughs> this random stairwell that went to who knows where and they're like let's go down here and then it was like amplified for half of it, but the other half yeah. was like pipes and like all that stuff. Because like, they're still building we? it, right? Yeah. yeah. And then we started going through just like this random parking garage that were, that cell signal stopped working. There was no Wi-Fi. We're like, where are we going? And then we made it to the other side of the parking garage through this like random door. And then suddenly it looked like Apple again. Like it was all beautiful looking. And the washroom itself was it looked beautiful. Like it was out of Mass Effect. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so th- that's the story of the bathroom. The actual yeah. venue itself <laughs> was, I think, the most surprising thing for me is, like, we've seen photos of Apple Park before, the circular spaceship building, um, and we've seen the flyover uh, drone footage and, and the renders, but actually seeing it in person is pretty crazy. Like, it looks like a spaceship, an alien spaceship landed in the middle of Cupertino. Um, and and it's, it's so big. It's enormous. You don't yeah. see the, like the curve yeah like it looks like it's a flat big because wow. we're too we're too small to notice the curve it's just that it's that huge because we noticed that as we're leaving like the last time we're like wait a second like we can't even tell this is yeah, a curve it's crazy and then the the actual steve jobs theater is really nice even just from a, a coverage perspective like the lighting's really good in there which is something that we battle with all the time trying to take photos and video each seat has its own outlet to plug yeah. into the wi-fi was great because apple designed it it wasn't like you know, the, the Bill Graham Civic Center yep. that we go to every once in a while for events where it's just like, it's whatever infrastructure they have, Apple designed it. So in like true, the way, the, in true Apple form, they thought of everything in terms of this building because it was their own facility. Um, 
And I, and I mean, we're mm. like, it was very, I was very impressed with it. And the campus itself, they want to make sure you have consistent Wi-Fi. Oh, so yeah, the all the lights that light the path in between buildings, those lights are also Wi-Fi hotspots. So you just have a consistent Wi-Fi as you're walking around the campus, which is pretty cool. And actually sitting in the, the theater, um, every every seat has a good vantage point, which I've never experienced before at one of these events. Like mm-hmm. you could sit way in the back and you're still going to get good photos. You could sit mm-hmm. at the front, you're going to get good photos. Yeah. Obviously distance is the only difference, yeah. but other than that, like it was all great. Sounds get that great. zoom lens out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. I know it was, and it was comfortable. The seats were comfortable, but then also they have, it was just like the inside of the Steve Jobs Theater that looks kind of very spaceshipy as well. Like as you're in the waiting area and you're kind of like it's a circular building and then they take you down this stairwell that's almost out of a movie as well the ceramic yep. each tile is handcrafted kind of thing uh, that was neat the elevator is a glass tube yeah it looks like a Willy Wonka elevator but as it goes down it spins ever mm. so slightly I noticed and it goes yeah. back up it was, like, wow. it, was, it was like being in a different planet it was very strange but yeah. what about the phone itself that's what the people want to hear yeah uh, <laughs> uh, what, what specifically about the phone though like I mean we went I mean first impressions like your first impressions uh, and then we'll go from there I think in some ways the X uh, the X I'm still gonna call it the X because I like that um, the I 10, know me too the 10 um, is Apple playing catch up in some ways um, like we've already seen the bezel-less display, uh, but I think even the eight, um, the fact that it has wireless charging, that's Apple playing catch up with Android. That's been available for a really long time on Android devices. But I think like we often see with what Apple does is they're putting their own spin and their own sheen on it. Um, for me, the big question is whether or not they've done enough to make it, um, better than what their competitors are doing. I don't know if they've sort of managed that this time. Uh, Face ID was really cool. Uh, there are security concerns surrounding it, but it did work very well. I we weren't able to try it ourselves. Like they didn't they didn't let you log your own face into it. Hmm. Um, partially, I think because the way that uh, Face ID operates is the more that you unlock your phone with it, the more it recognizes what your face looks like. Um, so it's kind of like when you first set up Windows Hello and right. you and you um, you take the multiple pictures under different lighting conditions. It's it's that same idea. So people that were concerned that like, hey, what if I'm wearing my glasses one day and, and it's not going to work? That's that's not a problem. Like, eventually it's going to recognize you with your glasses after a period of time. Um, mm-hmm. So I, w- I was very impressed with it. I mean, there are security concerns surrounding it, but it seemed like insanely convenient. Like the demonstration I watched, the the Apple rep um, just tilted it like a little bit towards yeah. their face and then unlocked it, which was from quite a distance. too. Yeah, which was really cool. Um, the phone itself, like the price, I, I can't get past the price. Like that's an insane amount of money for a phone. Um, but I felt the same way about the Note 8 too. Uh, and realistically, like to play devil's advocate, like, I mean, that's just the way phones have been going. Yeah. I mean, it's just, they keep incrementally going up. So it's not like surprising. It's a lot of money to wrap around, but I mean, the iPhone 8, 8 plus is only like what a couple hundred bucks less two three hundred bucks yeah. less yeah that that was the thing that like i did a bunch of interviews on cbc and that was the thing they kept telling saying to me it was like this is crazy that my phone the phone costs so much now i'm never going to spend that much but if you've been buying iphones outright for the last couple of years they've been approaching that price point like nothing's hit a thousand three hundred but i'm pretty sure the iphone 7 plus uh was in the a thousand two hundred dollar range almost even yeah. for the lowest size so yeah it is more expensive than any other iphone that we've seen before but not as 
more expensive as it initially seemed. Yeah, and the days of a smartphone just being like one where you can do Twitter and Facebook and take some photos are gone. Like they are your computer now, arguably. So there's a lot of tech to go in there. What I'm the most interested in seeing is how much it's going to cost on contract in Canada. I think that'll be the the big the big test whether it'll be uh, it'll be subsidized enough to not be an insane amount of money. Rose, what did you make of the fact when during the presentation, um, Tim Cook, you know, what was interesting to me was he is usually very, uh, maybe modest is not the right word, but soft-spoken um, when he's presenting these things. And when it got to the iPhone 10, there was this kind of bravado is not the right word again, where he was like, this is the future of phones this is going to change everything, right? With, there was kind of a forcefulness There's there. There's like a level of confidence. Right. Confidence and forcefulness there that is hasn't been apparent in, I think, the Tim Cook era since it started. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I think, I mean, they came out with the iPhone ten, and they were like, look, guys, we can make something that is visually arresting and all of the things that our competitors are doing. Um, but the thing is, like, for any mobile enthusiast, that's just it. It's like, yeah, the, other people are doing this. We, we we see that you're competing, but we don't see you exceeding. But I think for, for most consumers, that doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, addressing the consumer who's just an iPhone fan, this is a very impressive phone. And it is a, it, like it has brought up all these things like they're brand new. So people are talking about facial recognition as if it's brand new. And, you know, why- hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wireless charging has got renewed interest and all of these different features. To them, to the the general consumer, uh, this is something that is really, really groundbreaking. But for for an Android enthusiast, all you're going to be is like, well, I mean, the V30, like the V30 has pretty much everything plus a fingerprint sensor still like, you know, it's it's um, it's maybe not so impressive. Josh, you made the joke, uh, the nine joke. Um, I think the more interesting question here about this phone is where does Apple go from here? Right. Like in the sense that does everything that's on the 10 scale down to the uh, eight does that happen within a year or does is that on a longer time frame? Yeah, because it was interesting when they talked about the iPhone 8. It's like, whoa, here is Apple's latest and greatest smartphone, the best one they've ever made. And then it was dethroned in like 15 minutes. <laughs> so it's like this weird kind of thing that it's like it wasn't just like here's a plus and a smaller one. It's like, yeah, this is our latest and greatest one. And they're putting, they're saying how it's so amazing. And then like, oh, wait it's not the greatest anymore like it just seems that alone is just kind of was like that's weird but because yeah like they have similar pros they have the same processor they have a lot of similar functionality um and you're just paying that extra change to bump up to the 10 like i don't know like i like are they going to keep this this whole new is this the new strategy um, where they're going to do this like i don't think so i think I, it's the I, next phone is just going to merge the two. Yeah, this this is to, in my mind. This is a one time thing. Yeah, I uh, think I, I I disagree. I think it's the new strategy. Yeah, it could for, be. for, for one models. reason, just because um, that I think they're probably envious of how LG and 
Samsung have the opportunity to really experiment with their phablet phones um, and sell them for a higher price. And that's just the enthusiast market that they're tapping into. And then they have their their main series, which is like the general. And I think it's like it's a really sort of nice tactic for Samsung and LG. Mm. That they might want to tap into. What I'm thinking is that this is a one-time thing um, and that part of the reason why these features are confined to just the 10 is uh, part shortages. That's that's one one part of it. But also because some of it's a little jarring. Um, the way that you navigate the phone is totally different. To get the control center, you have to swipe from the top to multitask. You like swipe up because uh, there's no home button, right? So they've come up with these interesting, I wouldn't call them revolutionary, but it's it's a new way to interact with the phone that I haven't experienced before, even on an Android device. And it didn't make sense to me the first time I used it. Um, and during the 15 minutes that I played with the phone, it still didn't make sense. I think it's the type of thing where I'm going to have to build up muscle memory to get used to it. So I think that was part of it too. Um, Cause some people, if they bought the X, uh, I'm going to call it the X all the time. <laughs> if they bought the 10, they would be turned off by it, I think. So this is kind of like, in my mind, a transition year for Apple. This is their 10th anniversary fancy device. They couldn't get enough parts to release it widely. And then all of these interesting, cool features will eventually trickle down to the core iPhone line next year when they release more and devices. You can, you can see they've been working towards it even the last years, like getting rid of the headphone jack and mm. and things like that, which part of that. And they're sealing up the phone more. So, okay, they're going to amalgamate it. Is it going to go waterproof in the next well, year or two? Is it actually not IP68? It's IP67. Really? Yeah, I know. Interesting. Well, I know. Still. Not, not, not at really the same par as most no, other not even, not at all. I, yeah. I didn't realize that. I didn't yeah. catch that. Yeah, because they, they emphasize water resistance still. But, I mean, if it's wireless charging, then it's like, okay, are they going to get rid of the, the lightning port next? Because, yeah. Like, so that's kind of what they're moving towards, and I feel like it's going to help push everything. I don't know if they're going to get rid of the I also don't. Jack, I also don't think they justified the removal of the headphone jack with the X. Uh, I thought that... Uh, last year with the 7, it was kind of like um, setting the stage for the yeah. X, getting getting people used to not having a headphone jack in the phone anymore because they were going to make it crazy thin or something like that. Uh, their justification is always like, we needed more space in the phone to put more stuff in it. Yeah. But I, I don't think uh, what we saw from the 10 and the 8 justifies the removal of it like I, I hoped it would I think uh, it last year. Was it Eddie Q? He's like, he said, like, last year... You know, we said the future was wireless yeah, yeah. when we removed the headphone jack, and boy, were we right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was the exact quote in that range. Yeah. Like, it's eh. not like every single review from every outlet since has been like, hey, is there a headphone jack? Yes. Great. That's yeah, a yeah. bonus for the phone. Yeah. Like, yeah, not yeah. super successful. That, that being said, though, I am super excited about wireless charging. I know it's been other phones, but like, you know, iPhone is my main phone, and just being able to well, toss it on and charge it, I like that. There's also something to be said about like chi has now been legitimized whereas pma hasn't that's the other mm -hmm. standard and uh there's you know there's something to be said about i know like samsung has more scale but there's something to said about apple scale right yeah. where in like in, in a briefing i didn't mean to cut you off sorry. yeah no in go a, ahead in a briefing i asked uh why chi like why they picked that over the other standards um and the answer was was pretty interesting um they said that it, it was the only standard that made sense for them i think i think that's what the guy said because you were in it too it made sense but then also they were very open to yeah working, they were open working to working with, with apple okay yeah basically like so if apple wants some changes done they will make those changes is and what it, i read between the lines and i mean apple backing it the the war for wireless charging is pretty much over yeah yeah 
Yeah. I said that the LG V30 supports both wireless standards. That's so, I mean, how can you get better than that? And plus the brands. Okay, so if, now true. this I'm going to show my ignorance to listeners. The the other alternative um PMA. PMA. Yeah. Those are are those in stores and stuff right now. Like I know I've seen wireless charging in like say Starbucks and so certain th- spots. So that's chi. That's chi. Yeah. So the other so one's not. Yeah. So it is it is more prevalent. Yeah. yeah. That's and that's what I thought. And I was trying to figure out where have I seen the other one in anywhere and I don't think so. Like I feel like chi's already I had also, yeah, it's already got an advantage. I also didn't know it was called Qi. I thought it was QI wireless charging yeah, yeah. my whole life until they said it during the Apple press conference. And I was like, uh, same, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah, same here, actually. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, news you can use. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> what, was, what was kind of the sense you got from other people there about, like, did, was, was there a feeling that, like, Apple had disappointed you have like the Apple fanboys who are happy with everything they do, right? Like yeah. the, the journalists clapping from the various Apple Apple fan blogs. Um, yeah. But I mean, I think most people were were pleased with with what they saw. Uh, but also, there was no surprises, right? Like mm-hmm. we knew everything that was coming from the leaks. And and that you could actually feel that energy in the room. It yeah, was a unique yeah. feeling energy in the keynote, kind of for the first time. Because I think it was a mix of it's a new building. You're like, oh, it's all shiny. Yeah. There's the whole Steve Jobs thing kind of floating around. But then once it came to the iPhone 8 and listing those features, like you could just like actually feel everyone's like, okay, I'll take these notes down, but I but know something's know. coming. Yeah, you know, the, it was just weird. I mean, the, the, sorry, no, go, ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say stock dropped, not precipitously, but it did drop. It did drop. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it was like that excited. Point six or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. So like, yeah, it largely largely remained flat and actually not to get too businessy i was looking at some analyst notes and stuff afterwards and uh bmo had some forced research they are generally actually positive about it all um they said okay yeah the eight isn't as like it's more incremental people from the seven whatever but the six people will be fine with it um but they were they were very actually positive surprisingly about it all the analysts and whatnot and also the fact that i guess Apparently, there's a, because the prices were all bumped up a little bit, the profit margin is going to be a little bit better is what they figure and stuff. So from an investor point of view, sense. they're all happy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that doesn't reflect the shareholders, but the analysts all right, seem right. to be kind of down with it. I was just going to say that I thought the, the Steve Jobs tribute thing at the beginning and the end was, was nice, too. Mm. Like, yeah, it was it, touching. It didn't, it didn't come off as... I don't know if it did in the stream, but like actually being there, it was, it was pretty touching. Yeah. And because they said, can everyone like shut their laptops, turn off? Yeah, yeah, it was and, nice. And we didn't know exactly what it was. And then all of a sudden, Steve's voice started nice. playing. Like that was actually, you could hear a pin drop kind of yeah. thing. Like it, it got to everyone kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. We have to wrap up soon, but we haven't talked about the most important thing to come out of uh, the keynote, which is. They're not long. Apple stores are no longer called Apple stores. <laughs> they're called yeah. town squares. The flagship ones, right? Like not yeah. the mall ones are still Apple stores. They're talking about their like standalone. The fancy ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're big, uh, I, I didn't get that. I thought they were all stores was just town squares. No, because the town squares are the ones that have, they have the big space and the trees and they have this okay. area and right. that area. Do they have swing sets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a real park or I'm, I'm not understanding. That was this. a question that was actually asked to me when I was doing a bunch of CBC interviews was one of the interviewers asked me if Apple Park has swing sets because they thought it was a real park. Okay. Okay. Um, Shoutouts. Oh, you wanted to say something, Josh? Sorry. Uh, that said, should... the naming aside, I do because we've been to the San Francisco flagship store. Like the 
like the new stores are really nice. The big ones. Oh yeah. Like some of the plans look beautiful. Yeah, yeah but you know, it it strikes me as like the quintessential like corporate hubris. You know, yeah. You know, yeah, it's well, like let's yeah. replace what are like some of these buildings are beautiful and have so much history and let's essentially turn them into a mall yeah um and then you know they equated like an apple store with a library Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) and and toronto's poised to get one anytime now so that's all i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) well well well, a town Uh, square of our own yeah we should probably Uh quickly talk about the series three in like two sentences the watch yeah yeah just because oh yeah it, it it is, that can uh, that can be your shout-out. It has. Sure, yeah, I can do sure. That. Go ahead. Oh, no, well, sorry. What do you got? It's like, a switch. It's, a switch shout-out. I usually. mean, you know, like, that. the watch kind of struck me as, like, the most, like, kind of everything that's wrong with Apple right at this moment, which really? is, like, it's the same design. You know, it's like, oh, there's a red dot on it now. It's like, yeah, I, I, mean, I thought it was, like, low-key the most interesting that's part. That's what I thought, it. too. Uh, I mean, you, you can take that angle with it uh, for people that expected the new design. Um, but I think maybe it was because I, I sat in a briefing about it and, and sort of learned more about what went into it. Uh, I was impressed that they were able to fit cellular into that exact same design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that mm-hmm. was what impressed me. Because um, at first I had, the, I had the same reaction as you did, Igor. I was like, oh, not again, the same-looking watch. But then when I kind of learned what they did to actually make cellular work within it lte mm. cellular i was a little more impressed with it um mm. i think it's interesting because it's a watershed moment for esims yep. not only in the states but in canada yep. um i guess we should mention that it's going to be with bell first five dollars i believe Ro- rose did all the legwork right. on that so I, she should talk about it so i mean technologically you know about uh, how it is sort of untethering the watch and you can walk away from your phone with it and that's really cool but um, you, it is still tethered in an essential way, especially financially, because you need to add on this $5 smartwatch plan to your smartphone plan. Which well, your has iPhone to be, plan. You can't have a different exact, smartphone. No, it has you to have to have an iPhone. It has to be an iPhone. It's still tethered to the iPhone, right? Well, yeah, definitely. Like, so it's still tethered to the iPhone. And not only that, it, it has to be a share plan. It has to be a Canada-wide or Canada US calling plan, which is a little curious. I'm not sure why they have that particular um, uh, thing that you have to do to get the plan. And um, and then you activate it within the watch and just select Bell. Telus is also going to get it. You need you need a phone though to set it up too. Yeah. yeah. You so need there's to that have well. the phone in together well, while you set it up. And it's also not untethered in the sense that like the Apple Watch battery is still very like it underperforms right like it's not well, a full day of battery life it's a it's a full day for me and, yeah. and they claim that it's going to be a full day for this but the the caveat yeah. here is mm-hmm. it, with mixed use so like when you're near your your phone the, the, they've made it with the idea that for part of the day you will be still connected to your phone and then part of the day you will not be connected to your phone it's not made to like leave your phone at home it's made to be like go for your jog go to the store don't bring your phone with you but you're going to need to reconnect it when you get when you get back or you, or you're doing a quick errand i forgot my phone at the office i don't want to go all the yeah. way back i'll just i can live without my and, phone right now and i mean that that use case doesn't appeal to me i like the way that the apple watch works right now i use it for notification triage i don't use it for fitness or anything but i do understand that other use case and i think that that is something that um, that people want from the Apple Watch, and it's something, and it was the main criticism of the first generation Apple Watch when it came out. Like, I was still working at the Post back then, and I wrote a review of it, and that was the response: was, "Why would I buy this? I want this to be something that can 
replace my phone at least some of the time. Um, so I think in some respects, this is a response to that criticism. They finally managed to make it work. I think they probably wanted to do it the series two, but couldn't. Um, so I think I think it answers that criticism. It's not for me. Like I, I don't care if I can take calls without my phone on me. Like I always have my phone on me, but that doesn't matter, right? Like I have a very oh, specific sure. use case. Um, now when you go on a sailboat. Exactly. Yeah. So that was the one example <laughs> that I thought of. I was yeah. like, if I'm on a sailboat, in case I flip and I'm sinking and dying or whatever and I need help, yeah. I would like to be able to call <laughs> my family to come save me um, yeah. or call the Coast Guard to come get me or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it would be nice not to have my, my phone on me. But I'm, I mean, in, in 90% of cases, like I'm always going to have my phone with me. Like this is just a huge moment for LTE connected smartwatches in general. I mean, we're talking about they said that the Apple Watch was the biggest in the world, and The Verge thinks that's, like, revenue. They're talking about the most revenue. The most revenue. Um, which is, it's a still a huge factor. And so you get the, this huge watch, this very, very popular watch that actually has LTE connectivity, and it could be a big moment for wearables yeah. in general. So I, I'm excited to see what I, happens. I agree with you. I think low-key, beyond the X, which I think is very interesting, and beyond the steve jobs theater and seeing apple park the series three was the most exciting announcement for me for sure toy, toy story faces oh yeah that's just, what just you like it was a toy story face <laughs> i was excited when they showed it off they, yeah uh, they're cool they're definitely cool. that was the, like the first thing when in the hands-on area afterwards he's like do you want to see the toy story face yeah. i don't know why that was the first question he asked me i'm like hell yeah <laughs> he was like this guy likes disney <laughs> yeah. i can tell they turned Johnny Ives into a frog and an angry chicken, and all I saw that him sort by the way. Really? The on, yeah. So he's, he's real. He is still real. I saw him okay. in the hands-on area. Are you, are you just didn't see like a disembodied voice. Yeah. Around? No, it was it was actually him, but he was like cornered off with like security. Like you could not approach oh, that, him. They're always like that. Yeah. yeah well, I, think, I saw um, Eddie Q was there walking around. You could actually go up and talk to him. Didn't they? But Johnny Ives, you could not get. Didn't to. they bring them out to talk to the kid from Ellen? Oh, maybe that's why they're floating around. <laughs> that's probably what it was. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, shout outs. <laughs> I, I I don't even know what's going on in the world, so everybody do theirs before me. <laughs> I know um, what I'm gonna say. Go I'm gonna ahead. give a shout out to uh, Patsy's Pizza because we went there for deep dish pizza the night before we left on the plane, and it was, it was it was delicious. And I had to do a pizza shout out, so <laughs> it was good. It was it was uh, they have one in San Jose. We went to the one in Campbell. They were very nice there, and the pizza was good. They gave us some good pizza tips. Yeah, good pizza tips. They actually like cut the slices. They're like, okay, have you had deep dish before? No, here you go. And it was like kind of like how like chefs sharpen their knives and do like the clangy thing. They did that as they scooped the the slices for us. So shout out to that. Oh, cool. All right, I'll do my shout out. My shout out is to uh, ISED Minister Navdeep Baines who defended the fact that he wants to help out smaller players like Videotron and Freedom Mobile in the next big, big uh, Spectrum auction in Canada, in which Rogers and Bell and Telus have all been saying, well, they're already big enough that they don't need extra help. Um, they want to set aside some Spectrum just for them. And I think that is necessary, and I'm glad that he is uh, sticking up for his, his uh, proposal. So we'll see if it goes forward. They're still taking comments, but hopefully it'll be a Spectrum auction that sees a little bit more change. So for mine, the Switch Minute, I can finally do it because uh, I found something. I actually saw this on Twitter. Uh, so one of the things surrounding the Switch that people have been wondering leading into the holiday season is if there's going to be uh, bundles worth getting. Uh, so Nintendo is doing a Super Mario Odyssey Nintendo Switch bundle, which I think is going to sell uh, insanely well. 
it's a little pricey. It's four ninety nine. Um, but I mean, the game itself. I think if you buy a Switch game on its own or any game for that matter, it costs about a hundred bucks now. So they, you're not really saving any money. I don't think in the in this case. But it's it's nice that you can get them both together. I and, guess. And Mario has nipples. That was the other big thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Nipples are canon now. Um, <laughs> fascinating. My shout-out goes to uh, Rose and I saw The Current War, which premiered at uh, Josh Shot as well. Yeah. Uh, one from Girlfriend we a, Casey. We had a nice date night. Um, <laughs> I was excited to see Igor there. We excited to see you. We, yeah, had, uh, we held hands. Yes. <laughs> um, True. Can confirm. Um, yeah, it was great. Benedict Cumberbatch, he was great as Edison. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. We, saw some, we met someone at one of the briefings, and he happened to be there. Hated it, and he hated it. He was like ragging on it. I'm like, it was. Wow. I liked it. What um, did he hate about it? He was like, I expected another like imitation game kind of level. And <laughs> he hated that it's not on Apple. Yeah, uh, it's not on iTunes yet. I think <laughs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> was he was this an Apple employee? Can neither confirm nor deny. Okay. Um, yeah, it was good though. Uh, on that note, um, if you'd like to send a question or comment to Mobile Syrup or the podcast, I should men- say, uh, you can do so by emailing podcast at mobilesyrup.com. I promised to do a post, but I forgot. I'm really sorry. It's been a crazy busy wheeze week. Um, you can follow. Wheeze is appropriate. Wheeze yeah, is appropriate yeah, in that wheeze. case. Sorry. I'm like dying here. Um, <laughs> Rose, where can people find us? They can find us at Mobile Syrup on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and any other social media platform they care to uh, partake of. And they can um, find us at, at Rose Bahar. At Patrick underscore Rourke. And Josh, where, you, where can they find you? Two spots. At Josh McConnell on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or if you open up your web browser <laughs> and type in yes. musthave.pizza, must it will go to my weekly pizza column that goes in the National Post. So, What about the tech desk? Uh, I think it's famishapost.com slash technology. They changed it when we got <laughs> the new website. It, okay. I think it's slash technology. But that link is on my uh, is on my Twitter profile, so you can go there. But just go to musthave.pizza. Give me some love. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Make sure you eat some pizza. You didn't say yours. What's your Twitter oh, handle? Um, at Igor Bonifacic. That's B-O-N-I-F-A-C-I-C. There you go. Peace. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started